Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Oh, uh, hello, uh, Fightful Faithful. Uh, welcome to the thing we do on the day after Monday, which, Todd, I don't even know. What, what's happening, Kate? What's Hello, Fightful Faithful. Thank you so much for tuning in to your NXT Sour Grabs post show. A reminder to get in your super chats or your humper chats if you want your statement or question read on air. What is a humper chat? That is so crass and rude. How could someone possibly... Get that through, Sean. Well, it was Sean's idea to call it Humper Chats. People, they function the same as Super Chats, but we get to keep a bigger part of the money. And I know it's a little bit of a wonky interface sometimes, but we appreciate it if you could do that. Also, head over to twitch.tv backslash Fightful Gaming. You could send us bits over there, which we appreciate. And of course, if you could leave a thumbs up on this video, it helps people find us in the algorithm because... Let me tell you, Alex, I'm sure a lot of people are going to be seeking out reviews of tonight's NXT show. Yes. What a winner. In, in that there were matches and some of them had winners. That's all we got for you today, guys. So thank you so much for joining. <laughs> Oh, boy. Alex, of all the episodes we've reviewed, this one absolutely we'll, happened. Yes, this is this is an episode review that we, are, that we are going to do now. And were we to finish it and not be horribly derailed at some point, talking about baseball or whatever, um, then, then it will wind up having had been a review of a wrestling show. That is... Super correct. I hope we get derailed. I got my Yankee shirt on. I'm very excited. <laughs> Nothing more of <laughs> whatever. 
You don't even care about baseball. You can't. No, I, I don't do. Don't come in here I with don't. your fake I, rage like I, some I, troll. I don't. I don't even care about baseball. I do hate the Yankees and everything they stand for, though. It's 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 uh, that's all. Cry about it. Cope. Well, I'm sorry. What was the last time you guys won a World Series? Then why are you still pissed at us? <laughs> just just because, because of the arrogance of all Yankee fans. That's all. That's why? Because we have the most world championships of any team in history. Yes, you're right. No, there's it's all the all the teams that existed back in 1905. That yeah, you're yeah. better than all of them. Killed it, pal. <laughs> I I love this fake feud we have going on about. Derek oh, it's real. Derek Jeter. Jeter. So very real. <laughs> yeah, I like I like watching the captain better than I like watching Raw, and I like Derek Jeter better than I like you, Alex. So. That's yeah. what I did yesterday while you reviewed them. Listen, it's it's the All Star Game. I don't know who's playing. I don't know. I don't know uh, what the score is. I don't care. I care about it somehow more than I care about NXT at this point. Well, that's because NXT has the excitement of a tumbleweed. Um, we have a few. Uh. uh <laughs> Super and Humper chats about this. And there are people in the chat who are like, please, no baseball talk. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, listen, any other day I would say I would agree with you. But on, on this particular day, um, Brandon and Enman uh, says, uh, SGS for life. Love you guys. WWE sucks. A-Royd is greater than Jeter, but Jeter is an all-time the GOAT like Yankees fans think. Isn't an all-time. That he's, that's why he's so overrated. Alex is right. As, uh, at, at, what does it say? At, ah, where did it all go? As always, keep up the great work. Much love from your biggest Canadian fan. He's probably a Blue Jays fan. Derek Jeter hit over 320 in four different seasons. He's a 14-time All-Star. He's a nine-time Gold Glove winner. And he wasn't juiced the entire time, like the rest of the era that he played in. He came mm -hmm. up clutch so many times in the playoffs, which is just something that Milwaukee fans have no appreciation for for some reason. But let, we're not here to talk about how Derek Jeter is better than Alex. <laughs> we're here to talk about NXT, kind of. Yeah. And um, we're here to wish Mark Quill a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Mark Quill. Um, uh, yes, happy birthday, Mark Quill. Happy birthdays in the chat for Mark Quill. Um, a happy birthday. He was the, who was the leader of the Council of Marks of from the Sour Grab Society. Also... Um, taking humper chats and sour chats, oh, sorry, sub, and super chats all uh, all evening. Uh, requests for different voices to sing "Happy Birthday" to Mark Quillen because Mark Quill is awesome. Um, um, Paul Elizabeth says, "In the steamy hot Northeast, all we can say is keep cool, Gabagool. Besties arguing baseball is awesome." <laughs> My dad rules. My dad is what you would call an enabler, as he took me to many a Yankee game back mm -hmm. in the day, including yeah. nine in 1998 alone. Wow. Uh, Nathan DePaul says, my car died on me today. That sucks. And Lord knows what the cost will be. But I still wanted to pay $10 to say that Derek Jeter is an exceptionally average shortstop. So Thanks for the good. money. <laughs> Sorry about your car. Thanks for the dollars. Keep them coming. Call Derek Jeter mid all you want. If you're going to send us money, fine. Yeah. You can yeah. be wrong. You can send us money and be wrong. Matthew Plus does it constantly. Yeah, uh, that's true. You cannot. This is banned, though. You yeah. cannot make me feel this old. 
<laughs> Ryan Sullivan tell says, me you were born in 98 when the Yankees won 125 and 50, the greatest franchise in the history of baseball. But is ahead. that the last time they were good? Ryan Sullivan says, well, Mr. Burns had done it. The power plant had won it with Roger Clemens clucking all the while. Mike Sosha's tragic illness made us smile while Wade Boggs lay unconscious on the barroom tile. That is, of course, from the greatest Simpsons episode ever. Uh, Homer at the bat. Spoiler alert. Ryan is a Phillies fan. So, Mm. Mm. yeah. Yeah. Alex, Um, when was the last time the Yankees were good? Brewers fan. uh, (laughs) I'm not comparing contrasting. That's that's a very different thing. No, you can't. Because the Yankees are the greatest franchise in baseball. I mean, well, let's talk. Let's talk about you. What do you want to talk about? You want to talk about JD McDonough? I guess. Um, hey, uh, so so JD McDonough and Cameron Grimes started the show tonight, blessing us with um, with a, a decent match, I guess, to start off the evening, so we don't have to go right into. I hurt all. I destroyed my bestie because of all you people. We got to save that for later. Um, but uh, yeah. So Grimes versus uh, uh, JD McDonough is basically uh, Jordan Devlin with a weird Shemp haircut. Remember Shemp yeah. from from the Three Stooges? He's got it parted down the middle and it's too stringy and it like does a lot of this. Um, it, Bro, not it a great, looks like Peter Dinklage. It's not a great haircut. That's not. And it's really not good for matches because it all goes forward. It's yeah. all like, floof, and he has to... Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, so, uh, so that's... Yeah, hey, listen. It's a thing. It's a match that happened. Uh, Joe Gacy showed up in the Raven's Nest to, to just to let Cameron Grimes know he was there. Uh, JD McDonough, I guess his thing now is that like he knows how to surgically hurt people. Like, we'll find that out later. Uh, he's done a lot of you know, taken a lot of anatomy classes. Um, and so he's he's just works over um, Grimes's left leg for the entirety uh, of the match, most of the match. Uh, Grimes is basically unable to stand by the time JD McDonough does his weird. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull you up into a suplex deal. Cool, like it like it as though it hurts more. Like a standard backdrop hurts more because he pulled you off the ground into it. It's all I've I've always thought that was a weird move. It might, it might be cool as like a transitional move, but as a finisher, it's just it's whack. Um, and then he wins. Thoughts? I, okay. Let's start with Joe Gacy in the Raven's Nest. If you just want someone to know you're there, send them a text message. It's distracting. How are you supposed to win a match? If that's your guy and you want that guy to win, how does being like, let me creepily appear help? He doesn't want Cameron Grimes to win. He wants him to lose. Cameron Grimes to hit rock bottom so that then he will be easier to, to, to be more malleable. I could mold him into my image if he's right. Because look, look at look at who he recruited. The guys who hit absolute rock bottom. And they were like, I guess we got nothing else. I guess it's either, I don't know, we jump off a bridge or go back to England. And he was like, wait, there's a third option. Join me. 
and in a few months, you'll shave your beards and put in wonky contact lenses. And they were like, I, yeah, I guess that's better than death or Britain. Fatal flaw in this in general is uh, that implies that losses matter in NXT when they just don't. Otherwise, Grayson Waller would not be riding high in this promotion. But I will say they have mattered to Grayson, or um, I'm sorry, to Cameron Grimes continuously as uh, he was trying to win titles for his dead dad. So, like, if someone's going to bottom out, hit rock bottom, that makes sense to be that guy to do it. I just don't know. I just don't know. We're dark and twisty and we don't win anything is like a tough sell. Like the Wyatt family won stuff. I mean, I guess they haven't won anything yet. I mean, they're not gonna, but like that, I guess that's the whole thing is that eventually we're going to take over the world, Pinky. Like, they're not JD McGonna do that though. <laughs> Holy shit, I'm funny. You are. Um, <laughs> GW Pringle says, Paul Elizabeth, I'm happy for you that Kate is in her own home so you don't have to watch this poop. So the, is he. In the steamy, hot Texas, 110 degree plains, keep your cool gabagool. Keep your gabagool cool. Gab- uh, yeah, that, that's what he said. Keep your gabagool. Um, so, uh, <laughs> the batter to one jam beard says, I'm a little late on this trend, but they're a 10, but they think NXT is the best wrestling show. They are, they are a 10 in looks only because smart people can't possibly think this is a good show. Like, um, it's just... yeah. Whew. Uh, yeah. Or they're very new to wrestling, which is yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, uh, so, um, I guess we'll talk about this later. There, somebody tries to talk to, to Cameron Grimes and God bless Cameron Grimes for, for doing his best, man. This whole, this whole story is, is dog shit at best, but he is trying to find a through line for his character. They come to him and they, and they're like, Hey, uh, Cameron Grimes, not now. Cameron Grimes, you had a tough loss to uh, JD McDonough. What do you have to say about that? It's like, I said not now. I, I you, you came up to me and you asked me uh, these stupid questions after I lost North America Championship. You said not now. Yeah, he's just screaming at this person. He says, you asked me all these stubborn questions after I lost my North American, my, my, my NXT title match. I said not now. What part of not now do you people not understand? And it's true. If you go back to those little post-match interviews, he has increasingly got gotten, like he started out like, listen, I know you're just doing your job, but really, I just need to be alone right now. Okay? Cool. Thank you. And then the next one was like, hey, could I please have a little bit? And then he became like, I'm Cameron Grimes and I'm really angry. I got this, I'm walking out of here shirtless while pushing a very small suitcase out the door. I like to get in my Uber basically wearing nothing at all because it weirds them out on my way to the hotel. Yeehaw! Excellent impression. The way he reacted, you would have thought Tony Schiavone was talking to him. Mm, it's true. He's always getting called an asshole and to shut up all the time. But yeah. God bless Cameron Grimes. He's just he's out here trying his best. He really is. Did seem disproportionate, though. Like, he could have been like, hey, I don't know if you noticed, 
But y'all keep interrupting me all the time. Uh, I said not now. Maybe respect my boundaries. But uh-huh. he he went off. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, huh, just like Derek Jeter did during the Dynasty years, you know? Just like yeah. went off. Uh, Mark, uh, Mark Adamek uh, reminds me, of course. She says, Jeter loses all clutch credit for being the captain when the curse of the Bambino was erased by blowing a 3-0 lead on his watch. God, remember 2004? That was a great year. That was a great year for sports, wasn't it? How was that Derek Jeter's fault? <laughs> well, no, he if, he if he gets all the credit for them winning, he has to take the blame for them losing in the most embarrassing way possible. I mean, you can't have the a one have a, the one time means he's not the, the captain. The one time anybody has ever lost that badly, yeah, I guess I guess it would be his fault. That erases his captaindom. Well, I mean, it, I mean, like, Easy. yeah, I mean, I mean, I'd say the way they lost after winning the game three, what, like nineteen to eight, and then losing four in a row to your biggest rivals. I'd say that like negates at least two World Series championships right there. So we'd still have three. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But not five. Not five. How does how does only having three championships, which let's see well, how many are in the in the Brewers entire camp, make you not the I don't captain know why we're even of the these team. things. I'm not even talking about because our team. You're, just ca- about you're trying Derek to Peter. cast shame. I think there's probably been at least three or four shortstops in Brewers history that have been at least three or four. I don't Name know who them. they are. Name I don't know who them right they are. now. Paul Walter, I think, was didn't he play third base? No, that's right. And you know, you're right. You're right. There were a couple yeah, of Yeah, I am right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm um, right. I mean, just honestly, the, the fact that the Brewers have, have been really terrible at drafting middle infielders their entire uh <laughs> franchise history doesn't make Derek Jeter better, just makes them bad. No, it just makes all of your points all the more hollow. Pick a measure of success and let's see where Derek Jeter stands on it. Oh, 14 All-Star games because Um, people in New York voted. You couldn't even go with the classic, how about the Yankees were always winning World Series, so Joe Torre was always managing All-Star games. That's true, but he got voted in mostly because of the the players, the the people voting were too stupid to actually know who was good that year. because four of those years, he Um, had over 320, (laughs) four back-to-back seasons. J.W. Pringle says baseball uh, has captains. Uh, only captain I follow is Captain Planet. And if you disagree, he'll turn you into an effing tree, says Luis. He'll take you down to zero is what he'll do. He'll do it. Um, uh, Anton Anton HHH says, enjoyed the hot Chicago weather on a cruise downtown. Thanks for watching NXT for me. Also, FYI, Yankees ruin sports. Go Sox. I'm thinking he means... Go White Sox. Yeah. Um, cry about it. All of you no. can just cry about the Yankee Dynasty years. It's fine. <laughs> oh, it's funny. It's uh, the batter to one jam. Please keep sending in super chats about how mean the Yankees are for winning, for being good at their jobs. For buying wins. Yes, that's true. The batter oh, my God. They've had the here. highest payroll for the past, like, two decades and not right. one. It's not the same. Oh, you can't God. buy a championship. Yeah. But keep sending in your money because the Yankees hurt your feelings. The batter to one Jam Beard says Derek Jeter is okay, I guess, but he's no Roberto Alomar. Yeah, no, he doesn't spit on umpires' faces and uh, have home runs scooped over the fence because he's not an asshole to umpires. 
and then go to the uh, Mets and just bottom out your entire career. Oh, that's great. Um, Alpha Bill says uh, to JW Pringle, I only follow Captain Kangaroo. Captain Kangaroo, that's good. That's good. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shocky29 says, so by your math, Giannis won NBA titles negated by the Bucks going to the Celtics, right? I don't, I don't know how that is at all relevant. It's not the same thing at all. <laughs> I mean, people... People lose like like teams lose series when they're up three two all the time. Um, uh, a bunch of uh, teams uh, lost that way to the um, the Bucks the year before. If I'm not, uh, it, nobody's ever been up three zero and then lost four in a row. So like it's diff- It's a different thing. I mean, it's similar but but different. Whatever helps you sleep at night, pumpkin patch. Um, <laughs> uh, so anyway, what happened? Um, oh, right. <laughs> so um, uh, Bill, Alpha Bill saying Grime, Cameron Grimes is one step away from, from being an old prospector. Oh, damn, there's gold. Gold. I'm going to use that gold to fuel my rocket to the moon. There you go. Um, uh, Battle One Jam Beard says this Grimes promo sounds a lot like when Kayla hunts down and bugs Paul Heyman on SmackDown. I can see that. I can see that. that. Hey, so there's a bunch of uh promos backstage, like the pre battle royal promos from all the like the top ones who are like, Bro. uh, I'm gonna win the battle royal. That's me. I'm gonna win it because this is a thing about me. I try very hard to win and therefore all the other girls don't and i will win kind of okay we need to talk about nikita lyons the mm-hmm. nunchuck wielding singer backup dancer with hippie parents who also think she's black mm-hmm. what is this character development i know it's kind of been there all along but no no to this like edge that she's bringing to the table especially when we in real life know the things that we know about her just no no uh pretend i tuned out literally all of these because i couldn't be arsed to care what was it that she said in hers that would it was just her attitude about it she was (laughs) acting like she was in bringing down the house that steve martin movie oh my god Okay, here's, well, here's my issue with Nikita Lyons because she's good in the ring. If she was just wearing normal gear, nobody would give a shit about her. I'm sorry. Yeah. Nobody would care if her butt wasn't hanging out. Um, and I I don't know what this like sudden it's not sudden. She's done it, she's had hints of it, but man, was it prevalent tonight? Yeah. It was weird and needs to go away immediately. Yeah. Um yeah, no, it's not great. Um Tiffany Stratton did her, like, oh, my God, it's so unfair that I even have to compete. I should just be given everything because because look at me. And then Indy Hartwell says, uh, I, I, I was stupid to have any friends. Now I will have no friends. And I was like, in WWE, you kind of are stupid to have friends. Okay, sincerely liked tiffany stratton's because she's been winning so the fact that she was like oh my god why do i even have to be in this thing i kind of liked and indy hartwell i mean this so sincerely i sincerely love that she should have justified more trust in her serial killer ex-husband 
then she should have trust in just normal people walking around backstage at NXT. Yeah. It pops me tremendously. Um, but Indy Hartwell is, I think, doing really, really good work, to be honest. Like, she sure. is she is trying to make things make sense after getting just a basket of crap. And I appreciate that about her. Like, the people that she was in a storyline with disappeared. And ever since then, she has acknowledged that as we move forward in a not-so-overwhelming way. Like, in a way that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so, oh, by the way, I guess we didn't mention this. There's a battle royal tonight in the main event to determine the next opponent of Mandy Rose. Um, and this happening because they usually like really draw it out in between challengers. Like, oh, we got to get this storyline set up that doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but we're going to we're gonna do it for the next few weeks. Them uh, being like, uh, Roxanne lost last week. Now we need to find a new challenger now. Seven days later, we can't do anything else. There's no reason to do a tournament or actually do a storyline reason for it. Let's just throw literally every female we have on the roster in the ring at the same time, and the last one standing gets to face Mandy Rose. Feels kind of like um, uh, this actual title, either this title uh, program isn't going to be important at all, um, which considering who won, I'm saying probably. Or to me, depending on who won, I was like, if a certain other edgy uh, type had won, I would have been like, oh, they're calling up Mandy Rose the day after SummerSlam. Right. That because I thought they were like, oh, we got to hot shot the title onto somebody else because we can't, Mandy can't keep it. We got to, we got to do somebody else to the thing. Um, so that what it felt like that to me. Um, but now I'm not really sure. Now, now we'll find out later uh, what happened with it. It did feel like uh, just the idea that they announced today, I think. Hey, Battle Royal, all the women going to be in the ring at the same time. And I was like, oh, uh, I don't feel like we've got a chance to breathe, really, after the whole Roxanne Perez thing. This is something that is not their fault. I'm a little, like, Battle Royal tournamented out. <laughs> and that's just because I watch so much wrestling across many different um sure. brands and platforms so uh that's not their fault at all but i was just like oh my god another another battle royal oh boy yeah so um we got us uh, uh, uh skater she was a skater girl and she was a hater girl um so she came up for her promo and there was no vestiges of old cora jade there was no hat there was no skater stuff. Well, she broke her <clears throat> very real skateboard, so. I didn't think she needed the skateboard, but, like, our whole Presentation. thing was just different. Yeah. yeah. And she was carrying her, her, her one title, and as she walked down to the ring, she looked at it very lovingly. And I was like, are we going to do a thing where, like, this is what I thought. Again, by the end of the segment, I was proven wrong. But I was like, are we going to do a thing where, like, Cora Jade says, no, I'm the tag team champs. 
Roxanne, you you go away. I beat you up so you would leave. I'm the tag team champs. I I get the belts. I'm two belts Cora because I got both of the tag titles. Like I thought she was gonna do because she loves the title so much because she loves. Didn't she say like, oh, finally, finally, I get to wear gold. Finally, I get to be a champion in NXT. That was a thing that she said like two weeks ago. Um, well, it turns out uh, she. I love the, there was one point where she she talks about like it was all you people who made me hate Cora. You you did it. It was all your fault. But I did love the thing was like uh, Cora Cora uh, uh, who made me hate Roxanne. Roxanne was so out of it and so head into clouds. She didn't even see who attacked her before NXT last week. That's right. It was me. And I was like, wouldn't it have been great if it wasn't? Wouldn't it have been great if it had been somebody else entirely? Like a random mugger. And she just took advantage of the fact later in the night. She was like, just we- look, you walk around that parking lot. You don't know what's going to happen to you. She got mugged by someone else. And I took advantage. Would have been Actually, I would have appreciated it. It would have been way yeah. more fun. Yeah, um, I think we all assumed it was you, Cora, but thanks for confirming. Um, anyway, uh, she says, uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to throw all the women off the, over the top rope in the Battle Royal tonight, and I'm going to beat Mandy Rose for the title. And Roxanne <coughs> Perez, she can't, even, she can't even show up. Bless you. She can't even show up. Um... And uh, I was like, oh, so so Roxanne's going to show up and, and eliminate Cora Jade in the match. Because the way they were saying, Roxanne can't even show up. Um, but then she says, uh, just and, oh, and this title? Let me show you what I think of this title. And then she gets out of the ring. And uh, she walks over to, do they have just big, giant, plastic... <laughs> Rubbermaid garbage cans at the side of the ring during normal segments because I've you'd think I would have seen somebody get thrown into it when they're then they're like battling on the outside, you know. Uh, apparently not. Uh, but she drops dramatically drops Medusa's the, 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 the yes, the the NXT uh women's tag team championship belt in the trash. I will say before I say what this is a whole wonderful metaphor for, did you happen to notice what the trash was in there that she dropped it on? It was no, was it the main roster title? No, it was it was an empty packet of of, of things called cheese it wisps. Like a really like like apparently it's like like cheese it crackers, but they're filled with air because that makes them lighter. And oh my fluffier. god, Hulk was here. And then there was one of those uh, catering plates that has the little uh, little uh, sections like in yeah, the plate, yeah, the paper yeah. plate. But there wasn't real food on it, Kate. Go back and watch. Somebody took spray paint and spray painted the color of foods on the plate. And I was like, you could have just like put some spaghetti sauce on there or whatever. You like, could have just taken a from actual catering, catering and, just, and then and get some stuff on it and then like swiped it off but somebody was like no the props department's got to put like rainbow colors of spray paint on the trash paper plate from catering so she has something to drop it on of course cora jade 
throwing the actual NXT Women's Championship belt in the trash is a perfect encapsulation for how the women's tag team division is treated on the whole across all divisions of WWE with Cora Jade playing the role of Vince McMahon. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Yeah, it was this cute little like, oh, beat you to it from creative. Um Yeah, no, I <clears throat> there was no promo that was going to overcome how terrible this booking and storyline was. There just wasn't. There's was nothing she was going to be able to say to get out of here. This wasn't the worst thing they could have done. Certainly not the best. This whole feud would have been a much better build if they just didn't win the tag team titles either A, last week, or B, at all. And they did this in eight weeks from now. It would have been stomachable, but not now. You cannot say that somebody values a title that they didn't win over your current titles when you have never defended those titles. It's so stupid. It's impossibly dumb to say someone else cares more about that title that they never ended up winning than the ones you currently have when she didn't win the other one and you have never defended it. There is no, you are just making something up. It is absolute trash. And by the way, the only time that Cora Jade has held a title was when Roxy came in here. And this whole, I was going to be the breakout star until you guys decided Roxy was the breakout star is also trash because she won a tournament called the Breakout Tournament! What are we doing? I was the breakout star till the person that won the breakout tournament came along. Yeah, that's how it works. It's so stupid and lazy. It's so dumb. And the delivery wasn't there either. It's it's just... They just don't care. They just don't care. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. And I have no interest in a heel core, Jade. Not after tonight. This is not... They're going to have to win that over because this felt inauthentic. It felt completely off base. It felt like a lie because it was built upon a house of cards. Cora Jade's most success has come with Roxy NXT. Period. This belt that she cared so much about two weeks ago, she has thrown in the trash because she cared that somebody had an ego about a title shot from a tournament that she won. Like, what are we doing? In fact, it's the, now that we're talking it through, like it's therapy, the opposite is true. She won a title shot and she put that title shot aside to say, I want to win the tag titles with my best friend. Her promo is a lie. What are we doing? Um, 
<laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, what and we're doing. Explain your particle board skateboard. <laughs> you lying liar who lies about everything. Particle board, particle board. Um, so Roxanne Perez literally set aside the fact that she won a tournament for a singles title mm -hmm. to go after the tag titles with her. Mm -hmm. And Cora Jade's assertion is mm -hmm. that she doesn't care enough about the tag title. She only cares about the main title. Um, yes. What? Right. Um, uh, so... Uh, there are a lot of ways you could make this work, okay? And I don't mean, like, make it make it suck less. I mean, make it work. Like, you could actually have to put in the work to do it, but um, if Cora, I mean, obviously, it's hard to make this work, but, for example, if Cora Jade had been there for a little longer, let's say, because she seems to be like... Um, I've been here for literally ever, and you think you can waltz right in here and take my spotlight? I feel like Cora Jade's been there for a year-ish. Yeah, Roxanne is definitely just the newer girl in town. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is you know? not, yeah. Um, so if she had been there for a long time, and then Roxanne came in, and Roxanne outshone her, to finally, uh, like, Roxanne wins gold in her first month, helping Cora win her first gold in three years like that, you might be able to tell me that's something that might happen. Or um, if Cora Jade is like, Hey, uh, Roxanne, um, I mean, you know, you can trade, you can turn in that, that contract for any title shot, right? Maybe, maybe you, you could turn it in and we could become tag champs together. And, and, um, and then you have Roxanne go, well, yeah, we, we could do that. And I think we will become tag champs together. I, I think we will. But I think I need to cash this in at the top title in in NXT. And, and when I become NXT Women's Champion, I could just make these matches for us. As soon as I become champion and beat Mandy Rose, I'm going go to I'm gonna go in the office and I'm going to say, and now I get a tag title shot for me and Cora. And, and Cora can take that as, as some kind of affront to her that she asked... Me, Roxanne to put aside her singles career to be a tag with her. And Roxanne said, no, actually, I, I, I want to be, I really want to be NXT women's champion. And then you could actually do the work of watching how that being rebuffed by that request, how that changes Cora Jade and her relationship with Roxanne. You could actually make this whole thing work, but you did none of that work at all. I just said, uh, let's just, that's what you did. I just... Yeah, or they that would be a great story that they could do. Um, they could also do none of this, which would be... My oh, point. sure, sure. But I, I, again, I always try and, 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 and look at these things from... Let's say I'm on the creative team and you told me this is what we're going to do. This is the end point. And you come to me and you say, how do we get there so it sucks the least amount? And that's that. That's what I think the creative team is there for because they don't get to make the booking choices. They get to make the booking choices make sense. And your job is to let them. 
Your job is to let them make this shit make sense. You can make terrible booking decisions all over the place. You're the booker, man. That's what you do. But you need to let the people who can write stories actually write the stories so at least somehow the getting there makes sense. But that's not I just, why the detour with the tag titles? Like, how effective of a story would it be if Cora Jade was so proud of her best friend and then Roxanne won and she was pissed that she got there first? But such a clean, natural story. This detour to the tag titles is so stupid. It also, not for nothing, I didn't feel like the toxic attraction reign was particularly all that great. But it's also a complete waste of that because they finally dropped them for real, not Mm. the hot potato crap that we saw at Stand and Deliver. They dropped them for real, it seems like. Maybe. Unless they win them back against just Roxanne next week. But you get, you now have ruined any momentum. Any significance that they built up, which I didn't feel like was a lot, but right. they're, they're keeping number count of days, right? Here's the thing. Um, if, if Toxic Attraction, the full act, gets called up soonish, um, there's literally no reason to bring those tag belts back because you you got a clean break. You, you, you like I, I mean I want them back. I think I think you should actually book them well and use them properly. But it, why don't you do way- a tag tournament and then have the winners of that tag tournament cash in for a singles one? Yeah, um, you you did a thing where you had one of you you took the belts off of the team that it held them since Halloween or whatever. Um, and you, you took them off of them to put them on this tag team, hold them for a week and then broke up dramatically and then had the heel half of that team that won them and held them for a week, throw hers in the trash. That feels like a deliberate thing to do to end the tag division. Right. But that would imply that they have any sort of wherewithal for symbolism or giving a crap about what a story looks like. They should have one set and it should float between brands and that would be awesome, but they're never going to give us that. Yeah. Uh, and what tag teams are there? There's Katana and Caden and Toxic Attraction and who else in all of WWE? They could, they're building toward making Ivy Neal, uh, Ivy Nile and Tatum Paxley. And, and Potato? Ta- ta- tater. Ivy and Tater. That would, I would like to actually see them as tag team champions. That could be fun. Jim Pringle says Alex trying to make NXT two point blow better makes me sad. The horse lawyer is dead. Please stop beating it. Say it ain't so about the horse lawyer. Um. So uh, we got a lot of humper and super chats about uh, about hater girl. She was the skater girl and she was the hater girl. Valob says your longest reigning fightful member. It's true. Seventeen months. Thank you, Thank you, Valab. Thank you, Says, reminds you that Cora took credit for the mugging attack on Roxy because you never know. It could have been anybody. It could have been anybody. Anything, anything can happen in that parking lot. We still don't know what happened to Hideo and Tommy. That was like sure. eight years ago. I would love it if, like, if Cora Jade took credit for it 
And then Mandy Rose was like, no, I beat her up in the parking lot. And then Gigi Dolan was like, I beat her up in the parking lot. And Roxanne comes out and she was like, I got mugged in the parking lot seven times, you guys. I, I was over just re- and over again. I was just for gaining consciousness and another <laughs> lead pipe to the head. Um, I, I was, I, 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 when you said, I said, we still don't know who attacked Hideo Tommy, And that was eight years ago. And then the next thing out of your mouth was, I hope Cora Jade takes credit for it. And I was just <laughs> thinking to myself, like, what would she be? Like, 11 years old and attacking Hideo with Tommy in the parking lot with, like, a wrench or something. That would have yeah. been great. That would have been long-term storytelling. Yeah. More, way more. Way we more. love that. Um, you know what this is not Alex? What is that? It's not a way to build stars. Well, no, it certainly isn't. It's like they've cast some sort of spell on these stars it could be you know what i mean yeah the interface is gonna get screwed up for a second guys so bear with me but yeah we're gonna we're gonna play an ad that makes that segue make sense momentarily starcast 5 looks to be the biggest starcast ever i'll be there July 29th, the 31st, Nashville, Tennessee at the Nashville Fairgrounds, SummerSlam weekend. They've got great panel shows, including reuniting the old Talking Smack team of Renee Paquette and Brian Danielson for sessions. You've got Soraya turning the page, The Last Ride of the Four Horsemen, and Bret Hart 30 years later after the British Bulldog SummerSlam match at Wembley Stadium. StarCast will be capped off by Ric Flair's Final match, which takes place Sunday night at the Nashville Municipal Auditorium, sold so well they had to move it to a bigger venue. But it's also got another great set of talent appearing on this show from AEW, New Japan, Impact, MLW, AAA. You got Rachel Ellering, Deanna Perrazzo, Jordan Grace in a three-way knockouts match, Killer Cross versus Harry Smith in a rematch of their great blood sport match motor city machine guns against the wolves briscoes versus the von erics you got ray phoenix bandito taurus laredo kid in a four-way match and the show again headlined by the final match of rick flair if you're going to be in nashville head to starcast.com for more information on starcast tickets meet and greets and last match tickets for those of you who won't be in nashville you can head to rick flair's lastmatch.com pre-order the event and watch the docu-series Ric Flair, The Last Match, with new episodes every Monday at 6.05 p.m. Hey, you know what else you can do? What's that? As we get our our little brandy backgrounds back on track, you can go to FightfulSelect.com, and you can subscribe there to read all about how uh, some women in WWE are upset with their screen time or lack thereof and presentation on screen. Who would have really? thunk it, Alan? What, what would make them think that about I things? I don't know. Hey, how was yesterday's 24-7 title No, oh, it, it, was, it was so great. It was so great. Uh, Alexa Bliss was a 24-7 champion for three and a half seconds. It was awesome. Woohoo! Why are the women so sad? Uh, you can also read a lot more. There's plenty more scoops coming, including Kenny Omega, maybe getting a little closer to return as he is recovering from like 47 surgeries. Plenty more for you to check out on Fightful Select, including Team Kalex doing a Death Before Dishonor review. If you are into the Ring of Honor slash AEW product at all, Alex and I will be behind the paywall reviewing 
Death Before Dishonor, an event that I went to last year and left early to see the debut of CM Punk. I left the main event <laughs> to watch CM Punk on Rampage, and I regret nothing. It was like the best moment as a wrestling fan. But anyway, hang out with us on Fightful Select. You can see Alex every Monday and Friday as well doing Raw and SmackDown reviews and me when I decide that I like Alex more than I like childhood heroes like Derek Jeter <laughs> and documentaries about him. Uh, oh. um, uh, hey, Kate, did you see what, how, how, uh, how uh, uh, old, old, uh, old Rick bled the hard way to sell his final match in a parking lot beat down with, with the special guest referee for the Usos and Street Profits match because... Yep, and, and because if there's anybody who's going to call your tag match down the middle, it's a guy who 24 hours later is going to try and kill Ric Flair. It's true. <laughs> it's anyway, true. anyway. I saw a um, picture of him and was like, he looks blown up. That doesn't look good. And he was just lacing his boots up. So I'm uh, very excited for a lot of the StarCast card. And then that event is also happening. The Battle of One Jam Beard says AEW gives us a skateboard covered in thumbtacks. NXT gives us a particle board and a terrible Saturday morning cartoon villain. Um, uh, Jedi Pringle says, I am the breakout star. No, I am the breakout star. No, I am the breakout star. Yep, that was good. That's a good one. Um, team uh, Hell Breakout. Hell, team Hell Breakout star. Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> Henry T. Casey says, shouldn't Cora Jade be good at being a heel if she's a punk and AJ fan? Why wouldn't she keep the title? Um, that part I I have no explanation for. Like, Two weeks ago, it was the most important thing in her life. Yeah, and yeah. this week, it's in the trash because her best friend didn't care enough. Yikes. Um, My best friend is coming in hot on Derek Jeter and I'm still here. Uh -huh, I don't even go. have a title. Uh, Alpha Bill says uh, that Kate, you were losing your mind, and I was just looking on proudly. <laughs> yeah. Young yes. Grasshopper. Yeah. Yes, we are the schism. Uh, so we uh, are the cryad because we yeah, just want to cry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mister Mr. Showtime says Cora has to change her music now, right? Yeah, she sh really should. Uh, she can't. She can't be whatever this was. Like, hey, look at me. I'm I'm skating. Not really though. Um, and uh, Alpha Bill says all these wrestlers are always blaming us. My little heart can't take much more of this. It's true. It's true. It's not fair of them to blame us. It's because of you people. Right. Blowing through this next thing, Zion Quinn got interviewed about a match with uh, Apollo Crews they're going to have uh, next week. This was real dumb because he was like, Apollo Crews doesn't have star quality. And I'm like, you don't. And he has a ton of it. But all right. Yeah, there you go. Um, uh, so, hey, Roddy Strong versus Damon Kemp is a match that took place. Um, and uh, during it... Um, uh, we cut to the back, and Tony D's like right up in the front of the camera. Hey, hey, Roddy. Hey, look what I did to your boys over here. They were in the back, and I beat the crap out of them. Me and Stax 
and these other two guys who I pay to be my friends. I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat them up. We beat them up so bad. Hey, hey, you better come and get your boys. Uh, and Damon Kemp's like, hey, we should go and get our boys. And Roddy Strong's like, not before I hit you with this flying knee and pin you. <laughs> and then he he does. He hits him with a flying knee and pins him. And then he's like, come on, get up. We got to go. What's taking you so long? We got to go get our boys. And Damon Kemp could barely stand because he got hit with a knee. And eventually they run back there. And there's Brutus and there's Julius. And they're standing there. And Roddy's like, what happened? You, you should have been able to beat up all five of them by yourselves. No problem. This is the diamond mine. And Damon Kemp then wanders in, almost concussed. And Roddy Strong's like, what took you so long? Hey, Roddy, you really rocked me with that knee. Yeah, I know. I'm the one that hit you with it. That's no excuse. You should have been here 10 minutes ago. God, it was ridiculous. They were they are writing Roddy Strong like an absolute crazy person. And he is playing every ounce of it to the best of his ability. I don't know if it's good, but it is it is crazy. Who on the truck is like, you know what? During the middle of this match, we're just going to let Tony D'Angelo yeah. treat it. Yeah. They should have had uh, his boys take out the camera guys to take yeah. over the... That would have been so much more fun. Why didn't they do that? Right. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but all right. Family versus family makes sense, I guess, here. I'm hoping Escobar comes back and spoils the fun. Right. Um, there seems to be some super chat humper chat confusion. Just a reminder: we go segment by segment with your chats, not in the order in which they're sent in. Right. Um, uh, Unless your yeah. chat is a happy birthday wish for Mark Quill or about Derek Jeter, then we just kind of sprinkle them in along the way. Yeah. Uh, is Night Tracks uh, uh, send in a uh, a super chat talking about how the build of or non-existent thing of Cora Jade and uh, and Roxanne Perez become tag champs. Part one. Part two, question mark. We'll skip over that. Part three. Profit. Part, not profit. Part three, betrayal. Part three, needless betrayal. Part four, dump a tag belt in a trash can. We don't know what happened in part two because as Night Track says, WWE stories go as go from point A to C and skip B. Actually, it's a lot true. of times... A lot of times they do point A to 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 point C. Because they really don't know how to get all over the first chapter. They just keep repeating it a lot. Underpants gnomes are creative, confirmed. I'm sorry if you don't watch South Park. They're either underpants gnomes or they're the red ball manatees. Yes. The idea balls. Idea balls, right. Idea balls. You know you can't watch that episode anymore? No. No, you can't watch the episode anymore. He says you got to like on DVD or something because that's the episode where they show Muhammad. Oh, yeah. And so all the streaming services is like, we're just going to go ahead and stay away from that one. And yeah. Anyway, um, so what's going on? Um, uh, Nurguru says, and boy, if throwing a women's tag title in the trash isn't the axiom of how WWE feels about women's tag titles, and I don't know what is. That's using vocabulary. Kids, that's what axiom actually means. Oh God, we'll talk. It about doesn't it mean Lucha Mathman. No. Yeah. 
So um, the batter to one, uh, Jam Beard says, bold prediction. Roddy is going to cost the Creed brothers their tag titles in a match against Tony and Escobar because Roddy is desperately trying to leave NXT. I love this for a couple of reasons. Roddy leaving NXT is good for Roddy. Also, Tony and Escobar having to be tag tag team champions together is the best version of Can They Coexist? Because the answer is no, but also sometimes always yes. Like, they hate each other, but they win the matches. They just want to kill each other, but they just keep winning is a lot of fun as a tag team gimmick. Kind of lets the air out of the tires on your Italian-American championship, though. It does. It does. Eventually, he'll get there. Eventually, he'll get there. Um, hey, so Double Vest and the Beach uh, faced off against the Yes Boys. Uh, the Yes Boys were wearing cow print. What? A, sleevey shoulder deals? Like, were they... The only thing that is that is that is covered is their sleeves and shoulders. Like sexy and, shawls. Yeah, like a sexy shawl. Um, <laughs> and then they have like like fringe on their little on their tights. Yeehaw. Uh, yeehaw. And uh, uh, the the beach now is sporting a disgusting mustache and an even worse haircut. He is losing it up top and in front. I can say that because so am I, which is why I wear a hat. But I also don't wear my hair really long and stringy and icky and gross in the back. Like it's got he's got shave sides and it's supposed to be like a a mullet mohawk, but it is doing him no favors. And uh, I I feel like he didn't used to wear his hair like this, but now he does, and it's very distracting. As you are a hat wearer, yeah. Are you also a sleeves? sexy shawl sleeve wearer no, with the no, rest of your no, no the 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 idea of of uh not covering uh most of my torso is an idea that i've just never like thought of from before. the clavicle down nothing yeah just if we just, made several graphs once <laughs> would you buy them in the chat and no. would you wear them on oh the, would they Alex? yes no i would not no 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 clavicle down is the most important part of me to cover i would say just <laughs> just as a rule um, fun. yeah so uh hey uh horse girl was out there horse girl got actually knocked off the apron and there was a lot of discussion about whether or not she was going to have to miss the battle royal because she got knocked off the apron and i was like if they do they turn this into an angle where she has a match versus one of the yes boys I was like, like the whole, like she already no. punched them once and then she got knocked off the apron by one of them. I was like, what are we, like, I don't need the whole, like, you know, whatever. Um, the Yes Boys and Tiffany Stratton versus Double Vest and the Beach and the Horse Girl feels like something they would do uh, at some point. That could um, be fun. I mean, as fun as mixed tag, triple threat, the, the six man tags, you know. No. Uh, um, we need to talk about Wade Barrett's Brokeback Mountain comments. Yeah. My my favorite movie of all time, Brokeback Mountain. What? I don't know, man. I don't know. 
I want Wade Barrett to review that movie. I don't believe it was his favorite one. I want to hear. I want to hear a plot summary from Wade at, Barrett. At, at one point, when 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 uh, oh, what the hell is his name? Vic was making fun of him later about a bunch of stuff. I wanted him to like stop, pause, look over at him, and go, "I wish I knew how to quit you." <laughs> and and then just move on. Like he should just pepper in like things of from Brokeback. I Girl. feel like with Horse Girl too, they should have made a Christopher Reeve reference. Yeah. When she fell and they were like, oh, we don't know if she can compete later. Just be like, yeah. it's not the only tragic non-horse horse related thing. I'm very sad we didn't get our horse contract signing either. This whole uh, thing was a mess. Yeah. I'm thinking they're gonna run it back, which I'm not. Of course, they're gonna run it back. Excited about. Um, but the idea of um, uh, that the uh, I did uh, did appreciate. Why do you think Double Vests in the Beach are so terrible? Like such a terrible representation of the NXT UK tag titles. Well, for starters, they've never wept openly <laughs> when England has been eliminated from another World Cup. They do not belong. And I was like, that's pretty good. That's actually. Pretty Shout out to the crowd for chanting USA, uh, by the way, during the NXT UK tag title match. Yeah. Good job, guys. Uh, yeah. The batter to one Jim Beard says, Alex should wear a sexy shawl for Halloween. Gave that me. is not happening. Um, uh, how, how much money in Super Chats? Oh, hundreds, hundreds of dollars. And not in Super Chats. Those don't go to me. Uh, come come back on Monday and Friday nights and send in sour chats for that. Um, Jittery Pringle says those shirts look like a shirts look like a welder's cake, but those have purpose. Uh, is that what they look like? I don't get. Cake. These have purpose. Uh, the purpose uh, is fashion and the per the purpose, breathing air for your nips. The purpose is to make the rubes in Central Florida uncomfortable with how attracted they are to yes boys and therefore angry. We don't say rubes enough. We don't. That's my. That's 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 my. That's that's that is my overall phrase for people who uh, pay money to attend WWE events. And I, I'm sorry that if that if, if that envelops anybody else that isn't a rube. But yeah, um, Alpha Bill says so. Wade is horse girl Michelle Williams, <laughs> basically, yeah. or horse girl Anne Hathaway. Could be. Could be. Um, uh, hey, so remember last week that we got um, we got Joe Gacy saying um, the schism will reveal themselves. Apparently pretty somewhere. Deadly. Pretty, pretty deadly with jammies on, man. We know. Uh, 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 apparently um, they the schism is in a reference to the entire faction, including Joe Gacy. And the dyad is still the tag team name, which is really confusing. If you have a, a, a name of a whole group and the group is three, and then when two of those three people appear together and the third one doesn't, they have a different name that's confusing and also dumb and also don't do that. So just call Joe Gacy. You're Joe Gacy. 
and they're the dyad. That's fine. Oh, you're only allowed to be the schism if you're planning on like bringing in four or five new members and soon. Alex. Yeah. Who is in the new day? Um. Uh. Uh. uh well, at one point it was Biggie, Kofi mm-hmm. Kingston, and Xavier Woods. Right, and when two of them came out for a match, what were they called? The New Day. Oh, okay. How dumb do they think I am? Very. They're very dumb. They think you're very dumb, Kate. And, like, sometimes, but not that bad. Um, so we see a thing where he's, like, um, he he removes their ha- their hats. And then they're we see hats. that their little jammy hats. Um as opposed to Jimmy hats, which are very different. But the Jimmy hats, um, they, uh, you pull off when you see what's obviously James Drake from Grizzly Young Veterans. And God damn it, do I hate being right sometimes. But he's got, he's grown out the beard more than I've ever seen James Drake grow out the beard. And I dare say that in silhouette, it looks pretty good on him. And then he baptizes James Drake. And James Drake comes back up with these weird black contacts and completely clean shaven. And I was like, oh, it's like, hello, now you are Jagger Reed. And I was like, that's okay. All right, Rolling Stones fan, James Drake, I see you. All right, that's fine. Um, And then I was like, oh, God, oh, God, no. What does this mean for Zach Gibson? Oh, no. And then he takes off Zach Gibson's hat, and it's obviously Zach Gibson with a big bushy goatee. And then he baptizes him, and he comes back up, and he's now clean-shaven. And Zach Gibson, clean-shaven head, clean-shaven face, one giant milky white contact is the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. It doesn't look right. It, he looks like Sam the Eagle from the Muppets as an actual living, breathing human being. It doesn't work, Kate. He needed the beard as a guy who needs the beard, which is why I keep the beard. I know what I speak. You can't just shave guys willy-nilly. It's not good. Uh, I'll say this. At least this name change comes with a complete identity change. Um that makes a little bit more sense as opposed to like, I drink whiskey, so I'm going to take a chance now. Like at least they're being indoctrinated into something. So that's good. Um, I, I try not to judge things that I haven't seen yet. I am pessimistic, but I'm glad we finally got this big reveal over with since we've known who it is for weeks. Uh Also, there was some people in the chat saying like, what about, the Kings of the Black Throat and House of Black. I also hate that. I don't like it across the board. When it's something like the Elite, there's like a bunch of guys or the Bullet Club, like, well, Bullet Club stays the same, actually. Um, I I get it. It's two guys from the same faction. I'm not stupid. Like, I, I think the Kings of the Black Throne is the name that they have gone by in other promotions. Oh, okay. So well, when, they, when, they, when, they, when they wrestle as a duo in AEW, that's their name. Like they're part of the house. Like they've, they got that grandfathered in. 
Like, you already calling the dyad, and they were like, hey, boys, wouldn't it be cool if we were all the schism? Like, you would still be the dyad, but, like, if I'm there too, we're the schism, right? Because I thought maybe we would be like, if it's just the two of you, we're the dyad, but if I'm there also, we're the triad. But then if we are successfully able to recruit um, uh, uh, Cameron Grimes, we'd be like, the quadrad? And that seems weird. Uh, so okay, grandfathered in is different. I like the name House of Black because it's led by Malachi Black, but I'm also just over Gates of Agony. Like, if you sound like a a bad metal band from 15 years ago, I'm not into it. I'm not into the name. The Gates of Agony feels like like all all, all you had to do was be like, what's 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 a because you got a good synonym for pain. Give me a good synonym for authors. And we got a great of agony in there. Like, I don't know if a Gates is a good enough synonym for authors. But um, uh, uh, the batter to one jam beard saying Rip Fowler now looks like a human Q-tip. Yes. Uh, as James Drake is now Jagger Reed, Zach Gibson is now Rip Fowler. I'll show you. Rip Fowler. Because one guy's jagged. The other guy rips things. Yeah. Jagger rip, rip Jagger. Um, yeah. So I'm okay with the creepy look because it's like I, I. It makes sense that they look this way for what they're doing. I don't necessarily love what they're doing, right? But no, it makes the, sense that they're undergoing an identity change if they're change if they're getting indoctrinated into a cult. Like the the thing about, uh, I wish. I don't know. Like I, I think there's a way. I don't. I don't trust WWE and certainly not NXT to do it. But there's a way to do a cult um, storyline that doesn't re- revolve around. We may or may not be able to control the elements. Perhaps we're magic. You'll never know. And I'm like, it's just like, why are you so supernatural? Just like be. Uh, I, I have taught these men that they need to renounce their former selves and accept who they really are on the inside. And that will help them win matches. And then if they actually start winning matches, then it's like, Oh, Hey, maybe I want to join this guy, Joe Gacy. He seems to know what's up. Like that is actually a, a, a cult storyline. And then you have, if they start losing matches, Joe Gacy will like, you know, make them pay more to like rise up the ranks of his church. So yeah, I prefer when managerial figures of any kind win, as I've consistently, consistently been complaining about Mr. Stone and Sophia the Pointer. Because um, why would I go into business with you? Like, I appreciate the old school thing of the pay window, right? So if somebody is going to go into business. If someone's going to give you a percentage to be their manager, which I'm hypothetically supposed to believe, a little different when there's a cult there. Um, The reason you would give someone a percentage of your money is because they're providing value to you, either setting up meaningful matches or interfering with matches to help you win, et cetera, et cetera. Because when you win, especially when you win titles, you make more in wrestling logic, right? Um, I'm dark and twisted, like the thing with GYV becoming this is they they're like with Cameron Grimes, there's at least continuation, right? Cameron Grimes is losing 
winning means something to Cameron Grimes. Like there's something for Joe Gacy to prey on there. GYV is just with them now. That's it. They just are. All right. The pen pals of Ouchie. (laughs) Authors of pain, gates of agony, and your headliners, pen pals of Ouchie, coming live to Starlin Ballroom. (laughs) The bad of the one Jambeer says, so does that mean that James Drake has the moves like Jagger? Yes, it does. Adam Levine told me. Um, uh, Nerd Guru says, I'd like to take a moment of silence for the grizzled young veterans. Thank you for countless bangers and entertaining promos all the time. Hope to see you in AEW someday. Amen. <laughs> Damn, man. The, ch- the grizzled young vets were so frigging great in NXT UK. They had actually had some really good matches when they first came over to the States too. But damn, it's been a while since they were allowed to be as great as they are. And honestly, here's the deal. I can, I can rag on these weird little names and the fact that that Zach Gibson just don't look right with, with no beard. But as if you actually book these guys to have great matches and win them, spoiler alert, NXT isn't going to do those last things. But if they did, I would have no complaints. Because as long as they could all go out there and turn in banger after banger like they know they're capable of, that's the most important thing to me. And My they're not going to be allowed to do that. complaint in that case would be, again, something that's not in their control. But I, I don't really like dark and twisty gimmicks to start with. So to have House of Black and... Edge's not thing that was his thing, Judgment Day, which now lacks Rhea Ripley, and this. It's just like a lot of dark and twisty, which is just too much for me. Yeah. Uh, NCB says, I haven't heard anyone say Jimmy Hats since 1992. I love the SGS. It's true. Hey, Alex, you know what? What's that? Sometimes when you go to put on your Jimmy hat. Yeah. Nothing really popping up underneath, you know what I mean? No. Gotta put no. A, a Jimmy hat on. It's a little bit a little bit far off or not a lot, not a lot happening, and you need a little bit of assistance. <laughs> Sean Rossap is here to tell you all about how to fill out your Jimmy hat if you're having trouble. Your penis is soft. Let me help. Not like that. Bluechew.com code Fightful. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis but it's ready when you are or when you're not. It's not about having a problem it's about having that performance that excellent performance that confidence fill out their online questionnaire you'll work with an online physician you won't have to wait in line at the pharmacy or the doctor's office. It's shipped discreetly and directly to you and you get that first shipment free when you use that code fightful at checkout you want to be confident don't you you want that pay-per-view that main event performance don't let yourself or somebody else down use bluechew.com and the code fightful Okay, so not to correct my boss or anything, but like, is it about performance? Yes. Is it more about filling out your Jimmy hat? 
Yeah. Like, yeah, I would say that it is. Take all that money that you have saved with Blue Chew and go to subscribe to Fightful Select, would you, so that you can join Alex and I talking about a product that it seems like we're going to like a lot of the things that are on this card, which is neat. So join us for our Death Before Dishonor review, where we it's will not be talking be, about a well, product we don't like in Derek Jeter. <laughs> yeah, we're going to call it Death After Dishonor. <laughs> oh. The Transcribers of Torment. That's good. That's good. That's good. Um, uh, so, yeah, and also good, I guess, is they kind of did this thing with the uh, with uh, the the promo they said um the 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 dyad are going to soon to be recognized as the new something so they didn't actually get to have uh um old zach gibson go seen to be recognized which i love uh we don't get to do that anymore uh but at least they get to keep the catchphrase kind of Hey, Wes Lee says he's going to beat up uh, Grayson Waller next week and then Trick Williams the week after. He should. Yep. Is that That'd it? That would be neat. That, that's, all that, that's all that I had about this little segment where they interviewed Wes Lee? Yeah, I'm excited. I like seeing Wes Lee in the ring, and I think he's been one of the stronger points on NXT since everything that happened happened with him. Good for him. I hope he kicks everybody's ass. Go get him. Yeah. Hey, um, so uh, Braun Breaker's here. And he's looking for you seen JD? Where's JD? You see JD? He's he's, uh, he's a little guy with a giant head and a terrible haircut. You see him? Where is he? Yeah, he fought earlier in the show, Alex. Um, maybe if you had shown up on time, Braun. I know it's hard to get out of bed before eight p.m., but if you had made it to the to the to the arena at showtime, Braun, you could have walked down to the ring. And spear JD out of his little Irish trunks, and uh, and then maybe Cameron Grimes uh, would have gotten the victory. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, she had a lot more respect for Cameron Grimes than you do for old JD. So uh, anyway, he he gets down to the ring. He's like, "Where's JD McDonough? I want to beat him up." And then JD McDonough shows appears on the Titan Tron, uh, and he's like, "Oh hi hi! I just happened to be here with my mannequin." Um, <laughs> so Kate. You were the one who says we should do an hour on this segment alone. I guess I'll let you take it. Because honestly, I just thought this was silly and stupid and I moved on. So what what is what are your big right. problems with this? Other than the everything about it? I mean, please, elaborate. So Braun shows up, which is nice because we haven't seen a male world champion on television. It's been a while. In... At this point, at least nine hours of programming. So that was cool that he bothered mm-hmm. to appear. Uh, maybe show up after J.D. McDonough was just in a banger of a match with Cameron Grimes and getting yeah. his ass kicked. Like, maybe. maybe it'll be a little more effective. Um, maybe talk to him then. So not only do we get that, and we get a reference to balls later, uh, but we got to talk about J.D. McDonough who is in the building showing up via Titantron with a mannequin that has nicer eyebrows than I do, that has better eye makeup than I do, better lashes than I do, okay? Not better bangs, because duh. No. But 
why this was taken from a Voskovs in 1999, I will never understand. Especially when the crates are always beating up those heavy bags that look like a dude with a torso. Right. And the reason they bring in this mannequin from Voskovs in 1999, just killing it on props, by the way, between spray-painted garbage plate that Cora J throws her title onto, particle board skateboard, and now mannequin from Voskovs in 1999, J.D. McDonough says, I'm here to show you how shoulders work and the muscles in them. Even though yours is recovered, I'm going to dissect these eight muscles that are in your shoulder because mannequins have muscles in them. Uh, and Ron really cares about which specific muscles somebody is going to target on his shoulder. He's going to be like, oh, well, I, I tore this part and not back here. So have at it with your joint manipulation and your, your muscle isolation back here. Um, but not here where it was just torn and healed. Um, he couldn't bring this mannequin. It must have been such a heavy mannequin he couldn't bring it to the ring for this little demonstration. What the ever-loving hell was this? Um, I would like to call to attention that the PC is not a giant place. It's a fairly small warehouse. Um, and uh, and it, it, Braun Breaker, upon seeing because he works there. He's there literally every day, training or working. That's correct. Just upon seeing him on the Titantron, you should be able to pinpoint within about a four-foot radius where he is in the building. <laughs> so just go and beat him up. Pick up his mannequin and shove it up his ass. And what are you to doing? your earlier point, show up for work on time if yeah, you're that, if you're that, that yeah. mad at, at yeah. J.D. McDonough. Yeah. Um, this J.D. McNaugh going to work. Uh, he... McGonna fail. McGonna bore me to death with this. Mick, what are you doing with this mannequin? <laughs> McNaugonna work. McNaugonna work is gonna is gonna pop me for days. <laughs> this is this is McNaugonna work. The mannequin um, was leaning here. This is actually perfect. The mannequin was leaning into the shot like this. And this, because I believe in synergy, I will have you know, is the top of a trophy from when I won a home run derby at the local AA team stadium in the women's division, not even the kids division, the wow. women's division when I was 11 years old. And it was a day about as hot as today. And I had way too much Gatorade and I threw it up that afternoon. But for that shining moment, I was cool as hell. <laughs> One time I won a pickleball tournament. We were playing the pickleball. It was just you know, you hit the you hit the you got the rackets and you hit the ball back and forth. And I was I, I, I was on fire, let me tell you, and I never felt better. And I sold that trophy at a garage sale two weeks later. It is pathetic that you kept that for this long. I love you very much. Um my parents held on to it and gifted it to me. And it also sits next to a signed Michael K. autograph baseball that my high school boyfriend got me because I wanted to be a sports broadcaster. And now what I do is I rant on Tuesday nights about pro wrestling. So adjacent, but related. Um. Anyway, 
So, um, uh, uh, I know all. Uh, uh, oh, so Cameron Grimes may have hurt you. I'm going to disable you because I know that if I make a little circle here on this on this mannequin and then draw a little dotted line over here and I put a little arrow this way, then it's going to make me seem like I'm some kind of orthopedic surgeon. Although I am not. I am a very small man with a very large head. And I've put a terrible haircut on top of that very large head to make it look even weirder. Um, this, deserves, I, uh, this deserves it. Because it's about... Kate up after hitting Dingers like Aaliyah threw up on her SmackDown debut match is wild. Except true. I was good at hitting. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, I... I don't know. Um, this was this was all pretty bad, um, and it did feel like um, uh, th- it just it felt kind of I, I don't know misplaced. Uh, unless we get a thing where like JD Drake, Drake JD McDonough, because they're no longer JD Drake. It's it's, oh, no. it's no, um, it's a uh, JD McDonough uh, is a is like a is a surgeon with technical wrestling, which I don't think I've ever seen him do before. Uh, it does feel very odd well, that this is what we're going to do with him. He's a mannequin surgeon. He might have just worked at a build of air for all we know. Um, as you plus, time is of the essence. Please read my humper chat. Okay, let's find out where this is, Matthew Plus. Where did you say anything here? I'm Matthew Plus. Probably something like, ha ha, the Red Sox are so good. Remember the bloody sock game? Get out of here, Matthew uh, Plus. No, I don't. I don't I'm, I'm looking. I'm All looking. these JD McDonough things <sighs> remind me of, I'll oh, vamp. Uh, remember an office space when he's like, Nair, Nair, Nanda Jod. And he's like, not going not gonna to work here anymore. Mm. The consultants. That's where this JD McDonough stuff is going. Um, uh, Matthew, uh, Matthew Plus says, Does anyone know? How I can watch full replays of old AEW episodes? I want to watch Grand Slam from last year, but can only find clips on YouTube. Sorry to hijack your show. No, you're not. But I have a hankering for Omega Danielson. Enjoy your evenings. That's the nicest thing he's ever said is Omega. Enjoy your evenings. Um, it's true. I don't know. Is, is, a, is AEW Dynamite on demand anywhere? I don't know. It is, but those episodes probably have rolled off. I can't imagine right. that isn't available somewhere, though. But I was there live for it. So, Nana and uh, Boo Boo, Matthew Plus. King of the North uh, says Devlin should just headbutt Braun's shoulder. It would explode. <laughs> Get a running start. And out of it comes just an extra letter K. Yeah. And then he's just <laughs> Braun Breaker. Kick it, kick it, kick it, kick Which sounds like kind of like Popeye. It did. Kick it, kick it, kick it, kick JW Pringle says Is Breaker the new Sleepy Wendy Chew? <laughs> Ah, I, I overslept. I can't make it to the to the show on time. Uh, I would pop tremendously if he showed up in one of those like jammy hoodie things that she wears, the jammy onesies. Yeah, Braun break occur in one of those yeah. with little pigtails. You would great. Um, uh, bad one. Jam beard says old J D McDonald had a farm, e i e i o, and on that farm was a hoist lawyer. With a nay nay here and a nay nay there. Here a nay, there a nay. Um, and a mannequin. Apparently, you can find old episodes on tbs.com, uh, but you need to be able to, you have, you gotta, you gotta sign up with your cable or whatever. 
So there you go, Matthew Plus. Oh, why don't you carry it on Matthew Plus? Your weird subscription service that you are as a person. But seriously, if you could make a TV deal on Matthew Plus for Ring of Honor, I would subscribe because let's get this going. Yes, let's freaking do it. Um, uh, So uh, we got another one for the Authors of Pain. Uh, The Scribes of Sour says the Batter to One Jam Beer. That's good. The Composers of Crankiness. We got uh, Solo Sokoa walking into the building in Orlando where um, where where SmackDown was last night. Like, what are you what are you doing here, Solo Sokoa? Oh, you know, I'm just here to see the fam, just hang out, maybe meet some people. And I was like, please, can we do that? And I was like, but I don't want him to have to put over Von Wagner on his way out. That would be the worst thing ever. Von Wagner j- jumps like. Uh, what, hey, what do you, what you say about Von Wagner? Man, that fool. And then here comes Von Wagner, who beats him up, like just lays the wood to him, just destroys him, smashes him into all these different kind of things, because, you know, it was a sneak attack. And then after sneak attacking him and thoroughly beating him down, he comes up to the camera and is like, so you're, the, so you're supposed to be the champion of the streets, huh? Well, next, next week we're going to, like, he just needs to never talk. Like, ever. Like he should never his character should be a functioning mute for the rest of his time in WWE. Have have a thing happen where Solo Sokoa drops like the edge of a table on his throat and he can never make another sound again. If you want to get him over, I know you do, you have to make it so he's never allowed to speak ever again. It ruins all. All the things you're trying to do with Von Wagner. Plus, you have two managers with him, or a manager and a pointing lady. I think a great way for him to get over would be <laughs> to not have him talk. If Von Wagner <laughs> ever has to be in WrestleMania, he's got to bring out his pointing lady to point at the sign for him, because that's what she's there for. Hire me. I can point and be blonde. I um, think if he could get over if he didn't talk and also did not wrestle. <laughs> yes. Also, that would help. Alpha Bill says uh, the tumbleweed has a name, Kate, because you said there was some tumbleweeds in, in NXT. And his name is Vern Wigner. <laughs> um, hey, uh, we got we got the debut of Axiom. And right now, the entrance is ass. But it's gonna be great. It's Asium. It is Asium. I'm very upset that you. It's JD McGonna be great. <laughs> I'll stop. You can talk about the show now. Axiom comes out and he like takes a few steps fast in one direction on the ramp, and then takes a few steps fast in the other direction on the ramp, and they have some filter applied to the camera which makes it look like he's running like he's the Flash or something. Um, like it's a strobe kind of effect or something where it's like... And it looks stupid because he's really just taking three steps kind of quickly in one direction. If they had him like do a backflip or something or like or like some punches and kicks, it, it, it could be pretty good. Um but as it is right now, it is Asium. 
He is Matthew Sankara. Yeah. Right now. It's not good. No, it's not good. Um, he, he, he also, they say, uh, he is, and I quote, a modern day mathematical superhero, which is the most mad libiest bullshit I've ever heard from this country. And that's say his company. And that's say a lot M- modern day mathematical superhero, as opposed to all of the, this, he ain't your granddad's mathematical superhero. <laughs> He's a modern day mathematical superhero. What does that even mean? What are the name me? Go ahead, Vic Joseph, because you said he was this three times. Go ahead and name me all of the yesteryear mathematical superheroes. I'll wait. Can somebody please tweet that at Vic Joseph? Please, 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 please. I can't uh, think of a superhero I would be less interested in. And this is just my own inability to do math, but then a mathematical superhero. Yeah. Uh, the Badger to One Jam Beard says, can you imagine how funny slash lame it would be to see Axiom's entrance in person? Like you didn't, they, nobody saw, the, like they just saw him like go, run and stop. <laughs> run and stop. And they're like, what are you doing? Nobody, nobody in that crowd had any idea what the hell he was doing. They're like, this new guy's weird. <laughs> this guy's weird. I don't know what kind of math he's doing, what but is, it stops him in his tracks. What is, the, what is this? Um, so, uh, yeah, he um, uh, he beat Dante Chen. Remember when Dante Chen had a character and a motivation? Yeah. A and it was actually really touching? Yeah. For those of you who don't remember, like it was September of last year. When he had his first match, and he won, and he was the first Singaporean WWE superstar, and his dad was so proud, and he like saw his first match, and then um, then he got hurt. Dante Chen did, and before he could recover sufficiently enough to be medically cleared, his dad tragically passed away. So his dad got to see him wrestle his first match ever in WWE, and that was it. And he dedicated the rest of his career to his dad and his rest of his career, as far as I can tell, has been nothing but losses, which is really sad that they had him do that vignette about how he dedicated his career to his dad and then they booked him to lose a bunch of matches. That seems unnecessarily cruel. You didn't have to even tell me about his dad dying. Like, it could be true and I don't need to know about it because that was that was not nice. I feel like him and Cameron Grimes should have had a feud about dad supremacy. Yeah. Um, Sad. Uh, anyway, Axiom beats him with a uh, flying crossbody from the top rope and like a leaping super kick type thing. And uh, yep. And so he, they're gonna they're gonna market a new superhero. And if he ever makes it to the main roster, Ricochet is gonna be like. What what am I supposed to do? <laughs> like seriously. I I wore a mask in Lucha Underground for like 3 seasons. I can do wrestling under a mask. If you want me to do that, I'll do that. Like I don't know what we're doing here. Um Well, neither do they. Yeah. NCB uh oh, sorry. Cor- <laughs> um we got uh Jake Nile who says Bad effects, bad characters, and involves cheap effects. What is this? The latest season of The Flash? 
don't. I don't. I don't dabble uh, in superhero world. Sorry. JW Pringle says Math Magician was right there. F and WWE NXT. Or just, you know, he doesn't have to Why was it, math but at no, all. Like, like, I, although, like, it'd be one thing if, like, he used, like, specific angles in his offense and, like, was able to, like, he was able to use, like, he can calculate weird geometrical, like, oh, if I run at him from this angle and hop off of this middle rope to this top rope, I can do a backflip. And it'll land right here. Like, maybe. Ooh, or I can calculate how long it's going to be until someone does a shitty demasking angle, even though everyone's already seen my face. Yeah. Look, there's only room for one mathematician in this company. All right. She has a very specific job here. And also, her boobs on display. So listen up. Lucha man, you don't put more clothes on. You don't put clothes on your face. You take them off and insinuate that you were been on a casting couch at some point while your boss is under investigation for sexual misconduct. Yep, you do all those things. Um, uh, so I missed this segment entirely, Kate. Um, sexy Eichner took a selfie and then his car got blocked in by Chase U. Sure did. All right. Uh, I'm assuming that's all of it. Like, there's nothing else in, in like important. Not really. So we're gonna get we're gonna waste Andre Giovanni. Chase's... We're gonna we're gonna waste Fabian Eichner's time with beating up Andre Chase and or Bodie Hayward. We have the time for it. We do. Orion Ben says, "I'm a geek, and WWE has me hating superheroes. Help." That's so sad. It is sad. Uh, Carmelo's barbershop segment was a barbershop segment that Carmelo does. At this point, if you've seen one of these, you've seen every single yeah. one of them. And they're cool, though. Like, they're I like fine, them. but there's no new ground being broken ever. Correct. And we, it just, it's, just, it's just him. It, there's not even, like, character building. Because once you've done the, the work of, like, hey, this is who Carmelo is on his off days, we kind of get it. And you can move on from that now. You know? Um, I will say this. I don't know if you know this, but Mello, uh, he don't miss. <clears throat> Do you know why he doesn't miss, though? Why is that? Okay. It's because he starts his days off right. Oh, does he? Yeah. it's he doesn't, he doesn't open his cabinet groggy and tired from a night of not missing and partying with hot girls. And pull out some like sugary, nutritionless cereal. No, he reaches for a protein-packed alternative. But that surely such a thing doesn't even actually exist, Kate. Oh, it does, and I understand why you would think that because it's almost a like magic cameo. What's up, you guys? It's Sean Ross Sapp. I'm not here physically on the show right now, but I still wanted to tell you about how I'm starting my day no matter where I am with delicious Magic Spoon cereal. Zero grams of sugar, 13, 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in each serving, only 140 calories per serving. Keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb. It is the ultimate 
breakfast food. It's the ultimate snack food, and it's the ultimate food for me to take while I'm traveling. Quick, easy, all the flavors you love. Peanut butter, blueberry, cinnamon, cookies and cream, maple waffle, cocoa, fruity, frosted, all over the place. That cookies and cream and maple waffle are back permanently. And if you go to magicspoon.com slash Fightful, grab a custom bundle of cereal, try it today. Use our promo code FIGHTFUL at checkout to save $5 off your order if you don't like it. They are so confident in their product. It comes with a 100% happiness guarantee. They'll refund your money, no questions asked if you don't like it, but you will. It's perfect before, after workouts as a snack. And my favorite thing about it is you get filled up with one serving. It's not running back and forth to the cupboard to get more Racking up those carbs, racking up those calories. Magicspoon.com slash Fightful. Use that code Fightful. Use that code Fightful. Save that money. Subscribe Mm -hmm. to Fightful Select. Learn all of the tea before everybody else does because it's just literally the most breaking news in all of pro wrestling. So Mm -hmm. hang Um, out there. Yeah, should totally do that. Um... Uh, <laughs> uh, Nurguru says, I wish Duke Hudson was still a poker guy so him and Axiom could feud over Duke's accusation of Axiom counting cards. Tell me that's not an NXT 2.0 feud. That's pretty good. Also, like mate, you've got to take off the mask. I, how, can I, how am I supposed to read your eyes and know what you're holding? If you're if you're wearing the mask, you gotta take off the mask. I can't take off the mask. It's part of my cultural heritage. Like that's that's something. Oh, is it? I didn't yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um Jake Jake Nile says, okay, but how great would it be if he started doing the Steiner math bit and got into a tag team with Braun? Like, you know? That I that would be very fun. That would be um, very Sean, fun. Sean Ross Sapp says it's dope that A Kid is now Axiom, and I and I feel like we should quit and start our own website, Kate. Yeah, I actually just retweeted that and said that <laughs> the views of Sean Ross Sapp do not con- reflect the views of every contributor at Fightful because um, he is wrong. Um, so uh, we got an interview with Toxic Attraction, and then whoops, nope, it's the accountant. Um. Uh, I love I love their like Mandy Rose like ah uh, Tatum Paxley, that's who's gonna win Tatum Paxley, and then she uh, uh, and then she's like oh my god I don't know whatever. And, I just uh, picked someone's name. She said. I like Gigi and JJ were like um can we talk about the most important thing when are we gonna get our tag titles back and um I was like I like that you guys are bringing that up also I feel like you're not. I feel like for, nobody is. I feel like that. I feel like those are gone for good. Unfortunately, um, I just realized because of Potato Paxley and yeah. Ivy Nile being so small that they could be tater tot as a tag team. <laughs> it must be because I got so much smarter from putting on my glasses. It could be. I um, crunched the vocabulary. <laughs> um. Uh, then we get uh, we got Ivy Nile coming in and she's angry, um, and then Alba Fire comes in and she's angry. Um, they're all angry. All of and, the women are upset with their screen time, which yeah. you can read more about on FightfulSelect.com. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so um, 
then before the women's battle royal starts, we get uh, we got earlier we got the diamond mine saying, "Hey, uh, Tony D and your family, there's one of two things can happen. You can accept our challenge for an eight man tag team match, and we'll beat your ass, or you can say no, and then we'll hunt you down, and then we'll beat your ass anyway." And I was like, "That's actually quite efficient. You give them two options." Both of them end the same way. I feel like he's probably going to accept the match. And lo and behold, he did. Um, uh, but it's like, hey, Diamond Mine, what are you, what are you guys think you're the only, you guys think you're the guys who can't be beat because you're all so tight and everything? You guys all freaking hate each other. We're going to beat your aces next week. We're going to smash you. We're going to toss you down and sleep with the fishes. Hey, we got to go. Um, Verbatim. Uh, yeah. Verbatim what Tony D said. Also, uh, I don't. I did not like uh, Julius Creed stealing Eddie Kingston's on site. Like the, uh, uh, like like Julius Creed, who went to Duke University to be a wrestler, is the least street guy to ever use the phrase "it's on site." Don't I did appreciate him getting pissed off, but yeah, he was certainly. But it did not feel like true to who he is that he would use that phrase. That's fair. um. We're going to get an eight-man tag next week. Um, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm all here for more Tony D. I'm here for more Diamond Mine, too. Like, Damon yeah. Kemp is, has ways to go, but, like, I love the Creeds and I love Roddy, uh-huh. so. Yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, <laughs> Jada Pringle said, his, fertile, his full name is Anthony Kersplash D'Angelo. <laughs> That's true. You gotta get the splash in there. It's true. Um, so, twenty woman tag. They announced it yesterday during Raw. That's true. They did announce it during Raw yesterday. Um, so, we got another one more QR code to scan. And if you did, it was a video this time, and it was just a pair of like knee high black boots walking toward the ring, and then it said next. And I was like, "Oh, so it's she's woman is de- debuting in the royal in the in the in the, in the battle royal next." And I was like, "I thought it was something bigger than this." To me, the way that you like did the QR codes, is that a thing you're going to do now for all of your like debuts and stuff? Because it feels it felt weird to do it for who it wound up being, which was Zoe Stark. And I listen, I really loved Zoe Stark when she was here before. I think she's got one of the best finishers in all of wrestling, male or female. I think she's really solid. Uh, I thought that the things that they they made her do with Io Shirai when they were pretending to be friends was borderline offensive at the highest degree. Um, but I think that she's got a lot of potential, and I really enjoy her work in the ring. And I'm very happy that she's back from a very devastating knee injury. That was and, borderline. I'm just going to go ahead and say it was over the line push it push a um, little over the line yeah uh she's great it, i'll say this it was it's cool it's something we haven't seen before and i'll always applaud a wrestling company for doing something i haven't seen in wrestling like that was an innovative use of technology and a cool attempt at getting buzz going it did kind of feel like that would be bigger than this like the it wasn't like even on a pay-per-view or anything uh-huh. um but I, I applaud them for doing something different. Like, that's that's cool, at least. Yeah. 
The, also, the Wordle last week was solved as Havoc. H-A-V-O-C. Oh, like, so that'll be her new name next week. I guess it will be. I, I thought that they were like going to... If she was going to come back as Zoe Stark, they were going to like change... like She was going to come out there and stand on the thing, and then we're like, Zoe Stark was going to go, Havoc. And like, you know... But they didn't do that on the Titantron, so I don't know. Maybe they'll do that next week or whatever. Um, uh, but anyway, she's great. This battle royal was not. There were a lot of a lot of boxes in this battle royal. Slap a lot of them. Um, and Vic apparently actually called Katana and Carter the TikTok tag team. Yes. Uh, I didn't even notice they were. I didn't even notice they were in the match. Like a lot yeah, of these, a lot of these, inter- a lot of these eliminations happened like bang, 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 bang. So the time was like they went to commercial, and they came back from commercial, and there were like four women left, and I was like, what? It, how did? When? Okay. Well, there were All how right. many gals in it? Twenty. Twenty. And it was like a fourteen-minute battle royal or something, right? Maybe so. it was like even less. Like yeah, it was. It was. I think it started with like ten minutes left, and then there was like a four minute overrun, which is why I I kind of guesstimated it there. But like, that's just not enough time. Um, Yeah, I I did not see Ivy Nile get eliminated, but batted a one. Jambeard says Ivy Nile didn't win. Boo. Yeah, yeah, that's a bummer. I if it were up to me, she'd be women's champion. Uh, but she's not, and. I mean, I thought this had Nikita written all over it until Zoe Stark showed up. So that's, you don't want someone to like come back from a long injury and then not win. That would be very lame. So they at least did right by that. I agree with what you said earlier that this probably isn't who dethrones Mandy. um, But it is a way to make someone feel important coming back from injury immediately. So I think that's pretty cool. And we kind of have a gap between now and the next pay-per-view, right? So, Whatever that is. Yeah, because they're not doing anything on they're the back of SummerSlam. They're not doing anything SummerSlam. for SummerSlam. Nope. They'll probably give us a Tuesday summer. Well, like, how, Halloween Havoc is the next is the next big one. That's like, that's the year mark for for Mandy and, and Toxic Attraction. Like, so. Halloween that, Havoc. There's no way this lasts until then, right? Um, no, but I'm saying like that's probably if you're gonna dethrone Mandy, that feels like the poetic end of a full year. So sure, maybe, but what I mean get... is one of those QR things was havoc, right? Oh my god, maybe. So maybe we have Zoe Stark, and maybe this is like three. No, that feels like a lot. No, I don't like that. I, I don't, don't like love that it. At all. I don't love it either. Mm. No. Um, so anyway, oh, she was injured at Halloween Havoc. Okay. Oh, there you go. So there is some content. Yeah, it was. Um, there you go. Thank you. Sorry, we'll pull it up on the screen. Thank you, Roy Costin, for being the one to mention that. Yeah, thank you very much. That was good. Um, uh, so the, the end of the, the end of the thing, by the way, uh, Nikita Lyons wearing Captain America colors is a bit on the nose for Miss Patriot, but uh, she does um, crazy, like, like some of her kicks, like, I feel like she's going to behead somebody. Yeah. Like, she's got some really good strikes, and the girls she's in there with aren't great at protecting themselves, some of them yet. She's going to behead somebody one of these times. Uh, great strikes, but if you're not in, if you're in there with people who don't know what to do, 
when they're being kicked in the face. Yikes. Um, she she full on murdered the, the sexy accountant. Like yes. just, just just murdered her. Um unfortunately, pour one out for me. I am I am no longer with us. Uh, no. I am crunching um, numbers in heaven. Are we yeah, was that, yeah, it was and actually it made me nervous because it reminded me of and I don't I try not to like yeah. Pick on people for botches. But remember when Brie Bella did that to someone? Yeah. Was it Liv? It was Liv. And she kicked her again. Like that kind of, I got those vibes where I was like, oh God, stop right now, yeah. immediately. Yeah. Uh, red, white, and bubes. <laughs> see what I did there? I do see what you did. Yeah, there. Pringle, we see. We see what you. Um, so uh, then it, uh, it came down to, because Stratton eliminated Nikita Lyons. And then. Stratton was standing with her with her foot on the second rope inside the inside the ring, and Zoe Stark was standing across the ring from her, just watching Tiffany Stratton stand there, bouncing up and down after eliminating a Tita Lion. And I was like, Zoe Stark, what are are, are you just this is oh, this is dumb baby face mode. Correct. Like, why wouldn't you immediately run up there and, and eliminate her? She's completely vulnerable. Like all it would take would be literally like just doing eh, to her butt and she's over the top. Um, so uh, it came down to her and Tiffany Stratton and she got rid of Tiffany Stratton. Um, and then Cora Jade, who, by the way, we should mention, she comes down wearing her full on baby face gear, like a little backwards cap and everything. And then everyone chases her out of the ring and she runs away. But she went through the middle ropes so she got to come back later. Um, and uh, <laughs> and she almost, she came back and attacked Zoe Stark at the end of the whole thing. A la Rusev with, um, with Roman Reigns at the end of that one rumble. Um, man, man, wouldn't that have been, wouldn't that have been great if Rusev had actually been booked to win that? It would have solved a lot of problems. Oh my they God. Sincerely, right would have been That would have so solved great. a lot of problems. But instead... Zoe Stark uh, is able to eliminate Cora Jade, and she wins the Battle Royal. She's your new number one contender. Uh, I, as I said, I really like Zoe Stark, and I'm, I feel bad that she's not going to be put in a real feud, or uh, I don't think she will be, and certainly won't win the match, I don't think, versus uh, versus Mandy. Yeah, likely not unless they they have something huge planned for her, but right. uh, I don't think so. Nurguru says, I was a big Zoe fan when she debuted because she has the best version of GTS as her finisher I've ever seen. So I'm happy she won this, but she won't beat Mandy, so it's moot. Exactly as I've said. Basically, thank you, Nurguru, for basically saying my own thoughts. Do you feel seen? I do. Good. I do feel seen. I do feel seen. Um... Uh, Orion Ben says, I'm back from watching the World Track Championships and the MLB All-Star Game. Thanks, Team Kalex, for the concise wrap-up. Well, concise, not really. And RIP so Women's cute. Tag Team Titles. Damn it. That's yeah. True. Uh, it's true. Um, uh, uh, NCB says, uh, hashtag SGS for life. Legit question. Compared to where they were six months ago, who's worse off? Grimes or L.A. Knight? Grimes, because I think 
they have big plans for LA Knight, even if I don't like what those plans are. If it's what is in, if it's how how they value people, LA Knight, I think is is highly valued still on the main roster. I think they're actually putting a lot of stock in him. Where Grimes, I feel like, is further away from any titles or getting called up. I don't think this Joe Gacy thing is going anywhere. I will leave room for them to prove me wrong because I haven't seen what they're doing. And we've wanted them to build out a stable instead of just one big muscle guy for a while. So I'm going to leave space for it. Um, but between the two of them, I would say LA Knight is in a better position than he was six months ago. If for no other reason, then he's making main roster pay now. <laughs> right. I, I would I would say that both of them are in terrible positions. I don't think they have any plans for, for LA Knight to wrestle. That like, sucks if that's I, the case. I mean, like... Does it look like it to you? Like, I don't know. I don't know how we get there from here. It doesn't look like they have any plans for the dudes he manages to wrestle. They're just out there modeling clothes. uh, You will will not get me to say one positive word about Maximum Male Models as currently presented. It's a a waste of 10 minutes on a Friday. And they already have like four matches in the entire night. It's a waste. Well, that's their own. That's their own nonsense um, because they don't know how to pace a show. It's not. It's not. It's not. Certainly not uh, Larry Knight's fault. No, Larry not Larry at Drake's all. Out there, he could do whatever. He could. He could. He could. He could. If they said, "Here's this crap, make it great," he could make it great. They won't let him. They're make, giving him this. These terrible. He's got out these. He's reading off a of cue cards because because like Eli Drake could improvise in the moment and make yes. this shit good. But he know he's got to read off a of fucking cue cards. It's it's awful. But in the terms of in WWE world, I know it's not good. But like it's over, so I think they'll feature it. The fact that I've said it before and I'll say it again, this would be so much sit with me so much better if it was like some sort of relief in a two hour program of wrestling, but what it is is relief in two hours of crap and about 25 minutes of in-ring action. So it doesn't feel like it's a comic relief from anything. It feels like it's trash. Yeah. Um, Chris Muller says, Hey guys, didn't watch most of NXT. Just wanted to stop by and say hi. And I hope you're both doing well. Well, thank you. Thank you, doc. Um, uh, Alexander Smith says, thanks for actually calling out the BS on these reviews. Wrestle Talk and Cultaholic are great, but I loathe grading on a curve. WWE can do better. Yeah, don't ever grade on a curve. Don't always like, well, this is pretty good for them. Like, no, 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 no. No. They they, they have the ability and the certainly the money sure. to like put together an amazing show consistently, and they choose not to do it because they don't like you. I try to do the only time I try to grade on a curve is when it's marked improvement against themselves. Other than that, no. Like if it's trending in the right direction, I'll at least note that. Right. Um, but like the gap is from being actually good is right far. Um, uh, Tom Lavalley says for the ROH pay per view, I got Deeb, Garcia, FTR, Lethal, and Claudio. Curious what other matches will be added, hoping for Dalton Castle. It'd be nice to see Dalton Castle get on there. Love Dalton Castle. I saw um, Dalton Castle versus Danhausen, I think, at the last Death Before Dishonor. It might have been the pay-per-view after that. But 
just a blast. Doncastle's so great. Um, we got we got get too many of these things. Um, uh, we had to play three ads tonight. We get some bonus time. Jay Blood says, "Didn't watch the show. I mean, really, who cares? You two are the draw. Bless. Thank you, Jay Blood. Uh, that's nice. I did get a lopsided amount of tweets today of people that were like, "I don't watch the show, but I'm excited for the review." Like that's, five of them. That's nice. Um, <laughs> Nathan DePaul says, uh, the Yankees don't allow their players to have facial hair, which basically makes them the, the dyad of major league baseball. I'm sorry. Have you seen Nestor, or, um, Matt Carpenter? Yeah. Well, no, Mattingly, I was always allowed to have the, uh, the mustache, but they can't yeah, but have currently the... Matt Carpenter has a caterpillar across his face they and he's have, lighting they, the world on fire. They can't have the, uh, the sideburns. They can't have they can't have the the hair. Yeah, that was more of a George Days thing. They, they've, super they, they've kind of grandfathered that in though. No, uh, there's, Jay, some, there's some stashes happening right now. No stashes, stashes were always okay. It was no 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 facial hair besides the stash. That was the that was the deal. Jake Salazar says Jake Derek Jeter really is the greatest shortstop of all time, and I hate the Yankees. I disrespect Derek Jeter's work ethic and heart. No 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 no. Give in to your hatred. If you hate the Yankees, you must hate Derek Jeter. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Mark Quill says, looks like I just made it down the wire for my birthday. In terms of sour graps, I see NXT got me a rotten egg of a gift. But Team Kalex getting me a great gift with their entertaining selves. Love y'all. Um, uh, okay. We're on now to the jukebox. Let's Last see. call for Super Chats and Humper Chats. Um, uh, Nurguru says, this is for Kate. To quote The Rock, then The Rock jumped on the four train and headed right to the Bronx so The Rock could get out and show respect to the captain and say, Derek Cheater, clap, 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 overrated, clap, clap. clap that clap, wasn't clap. in the chat. I'm pretty sure it was right there. I'm pretty no, sure it wasn't, there. Alex. I have access to the same document you do. Um, Miro's overrated. Giannis is overrated. Everything you love is overrated. Because I'm rating Kate the Raider today. Mm-hmm. Rate. 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 You are the new vicious <laughs> Kate, Kate Raider. Kate Raider. Um, NCB says, I would like to hear Nathan Frazier sing Superstar uh, by the late great Luther Vandross. You've you've gotten everybody requesting um, Nathan Fraser. It's because your dopey face when you sing like him is so funny. Glad you think so. Um, <clears throat> I want to tell you, babe, the things you boy I've been going through, missing you, missing you. Oh, oh, until you come back to me, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Oh, no, no, no! Don't you remember? You told me you loved me, babe. You said you'd be coming back this way again, babe, babe, baby, oh, babe. Yeah, I love you. I really do. And Bob's your uncle. Uh, okay. So, um, <laughs> uh, J.W. Pringle says, Upbeat Nathan Fowler sings Schism by Tool. Bob's your <laughs> uncle. Nice synergy, J-Dubs. Mm-hmm. I call him that because he's basically my brother. I know the pieces fit because I watched them fall away. Mildewed and smoldering, fundamental differing. 
pure intention juxtaposed will set two lovers' souls in motion, disintegrating as it goes, testering our communication. The blight that fueled our fire then has burned a hole between us, so we cannot seem to reach an end, crippling our communication. The poetry that comes from the squaring off between and the circling is worth it, finding beauty in the dissonance, and Bob's your uncle. Literally, oh, we're just Nathan. we're just popping ourselves, and if anybody else, you know, it's, it's just like it's the it's the Kevin it's the Kevin Nash video. Yeah, like four people out there, are like ah, it's funny. Uh, and I think that all four of them are now watching this thing. We appreciate um, it. The battle to one jam beard says, in the voice of Seamus, can Alex sing "Spicy McAggis" by the Dropkick Murphys? I'll tell you a story. Believe me, it's true. I'll tell you the better, best hope ever happens to you. Old Spicy McHaggins, how he met his fate. You, I can say, but for him it's too late. Spicy was big, burly and strong. His pipes were gigantic, and so was his schlong. From city to city running around, fella. Always looking for chicks over 400 pounds. One night at the pub, a girl caught his eye big as a house. Just the right size the broad was. Enormous, stacked to the hilt, fella. Stacy soon knows the bulge in his kilt. This is taking a turn. The piper delivered his best pickup line. Thought to himself, "This beast is all mine." The portly young lady could no could stand for no more. Grabbed his cojones and went for the door. There you go. That's enough of that. Jeez, whiz. Uh, okay. I love you guys. I'm just looking at the super chats document. Amazing. Bill, uh, Alpha Bill says, uh, as Mr. Burns would say, clean up those sideburns. Batted <laughs> one jam beard says, can we have Nathan Fraser saying, Susan me, Daddy Graps? <laughs> um, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, then uh, we got. Uh, <laughs> Jake Salazar says, no, no, no. I absolutely abhor Sean Payton, but I also respect his Hall of Fame coaching mind. Sean Payton's, Sean Payton's trash. Sean Payton's trash. Honestly, I, even, I, don't, I don't fucking know. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, okay, uh, I did that one. Uh, Cardwiz says, capping off my birthday with a gift to the SGS. It's your birthday too, Cardwiz. Oh my gosh, birthday twinsies, Cardwiz and Mark Quill. I'd love to hear Linda sing Adelaide's Lament from Guys and Dolls, which I'm sure was legendary back in the day. Adelaide's I. Lament. Um, okay. You give me a kiss and you grab in your head and you're off to the races again. Hey, that hey, one. hey, 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 hey. And I think of the time gone by. It says here the average unmarried female, basically insecure, due to some long frustration, may react with psychosomatic symptoms difficult to endure affecting the respiratory tract. In other words, just from waiting around for that plain little band of gold, a person can develop a cold. You can spray her whatever you figure there's script a cocker look. You can give her a shot for whatever she's got, but if it just won't work. If she's tired of getting the fish eye from the hotel clerk, a person can develop a cold. It says here, the, 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 you know, there you go. A person can develop a cough if the wedding is on or off. 
You can feed her all day with the vitamin A and the bromo fizz, but the medicine never gets anywhere near where the trouble is. If she's getting a kind of a name for herself and the name ain't his, a person can develop a course. You know, it's, it's a long, it's a very long song. It's a lot of symptoms and you had eight husbands. Yeah. So it's um, relatable. Happy birthday, Cardwiz. I don't think, I don't remember getting Humper Chats under that name, I don't think. So if you're a new Humper Chat sender, we appreciate that. Uh, okay. Okay, we're capping chats too. Can't do anymore. Can't literally can't do anymore. Nathan Fraser is going to sing X Gonna Give It To You. And this is going to be interesting. Thank God that Luis got me the radio edit. Thank the Lord, and you're only doing the first verse. Yeah. X Gonna Give It To You. Wait for you to get her on your own. X gonna deliver to you. Knock, knock, open the door. It's real with the non-stop pop, pop, and stainless steel. Go hard, getting busy with it. But I got such a good heart, I'll make a matey wonder if he did it. That's right, and I'll do it again. Because I'm, I am so right, and I gots to win. Break bread with the enemy. But no matter how many cats I break bread with, yeah, I'll break with who you sending me. You guys did never wanted nothing. But your life said, bloke, that's for the light day. Getting a lot of niggas out and they said, freeze. Well, I won't, I won't blow the one sitting up on his knees, but please, if the only one said you can't see is come to play, stay out of my way, Bob's your uncle. <laughs> X gonna give it to you. Nathan Fraser's gonna give it to you. If your name's Bob, I'll give it to your uncle. Wait, but Bob is my uncle. Really? Yeah. You have an uncle Bob? Seriously? I have two. You have two Uncle Bobs? I do. That's that's got to be very confusing. One's more like an Uncle Bobby than an Uncle Bob. Okay, well, fine. Uh, this is too many things. Yeah, guys, no more. We're too many so things. thankful of your well, support. No, over, thank you for supporting the show over time already, though. Uh, okay, Nathan. Fr oh my God, I need Finn Balor to sing "I Ain't Got Nobody" by David Lee Roth. I'm just a gigolo, and everywhere I go, people know the part I'm playing, paid for every dance, selling each romance, ooh, what they say. They will come a day when youth will pass away. What will they say about me? When it's the end comes, I know it was just a gigolo. Life goes on without me. You're a bad father. I just cut the top rope. There you go. I fell. Uh, I ain't got nobody, and nobody cares for me. Uh, okay, thank you. Thank you for that. Um, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> Nathan Fraser singing Radio Gaga by Queen. I love how over Nathan Fraser is. I hate now. it. I sit alone and watch your fight. My, my, my only friend through Teenage Nights and everything I had to know. I heard it on my radio. You gave them all those old time stars through Wars of Worlds for Faded by Mars. You made them laugh. You made him cry. You made us feel like we could fly. So don't become some background noise, a backdrop for the girls and boys who don't know or don't care and just complain when you're not there. You had your time. You had the power. You've had you have your fairness hour. Radio Gaga. All we hear is Radio Gaga. Radio Goo Goo. Radio Gaga. Radio Bob's your uncle. Nailed it. 
what I like about him being so over is not only your dopey face, but also the fact that he's on NXT. Not, not, not right now. He's not. No, but like he's on the program that we review. Yeah. So synergy. Yes. There you go. Um, Tom Lavalley says William Regal's got to sing. We've only just begun. By the Carpenters. All right. Now, okay, it's hard to go from Nathan Fraser to William Regal. Here we go. <clears throat> We've only just begun to live. White lace and promises. A kiss for luck and we are on our way. We've only just begun. But before the rising sun we fly. So many roads to choose. We'll start out walking and learn to run. And yes, we've just begun, staring horizons that are new to us, watching the signs sunshine along the way, talking it over, just the two of us, working together day to day. And when the evening comes, we smile, so much of life ahead, we'll find a place where there's room to grow. And yes, we've only just begun. War games! Ah, war games, man with the mask. Ah, okay. Jake, stop sending chats. Stop it. <laughs> no, Linda cannot sing Pony by Genuine. Uh, Linda will sing that next time. Next week. Okay. Okay, Jacob. Louise. Next time. Um, Jake Salazar says, I'm going to throw Alex off. William Regal singing Runnin' by fellow Brit and my home Atlanta native, 21 Savage. Jeez. Uh... Yeah, I don't, I, I, we, we don't, okay. That one will also be next week. Okay, Luis, yeah. we'll do that one next week. Finally, um, Mark Quill says, uh, can we have a uh, uh, happy birthday sung by Linda and Sheeler? Of course. Okay. And a one and, and a two, two and a three. Three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy, Happy birthday, dear Mark. Mark and Will. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to, to you. you and many more. There you are. Are you one? Are you two? Are you three? I honestly don't know how four. old Mark Will is. But he's four might... years old. It he's ends four... right there. He's four years old. That's Just all. like you, yep. 20 years before you cross the Oregon Trail. That's try. That's, yep, there you go. Um, Kate, this is the longest one we've done, we've done in a long time. I'm done. It's true, but we had three ads to play this show. And we only lost 100 people. That's pretty good. It's pretty good for us. Considering um, we're singing nonsense. Mark Quill's 31, 31 years old. Happy 31st. Um, Kate, how uh where where do they find you, Kate? Hey, I'm back on Twitter now, Alex. You can find you me are at indeed. Miss, yeah, you can find me at Miss Kate Fabe on the old Twitter and TikTok. And Kate Instagram's on the Instagram, and you can find me on Fridays doing the AW Rampage and SmackDown post show. And you can find me on Wednesdays at the Mark Order Pod, and you can find me. With this feller, not just every Tuesday, but occasional Mondays and Fridays, and doing the death before dishonor post show on Fightful Select. <sighs> um, yeah, and uh, you can uh, you can find me on the Twitter at Alex Sourgraps. Uh, 
You can find Kate tweeting out 11-minute rants of mine on Instagram. <laughs> you can't tweet anything out on Instagram, but posting it on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And also, you can find us on Thursdays on the Get the Flick Out of Here uh, podcast. Uh, David Pringle says, what's next on Get the Flick Out of Here? I suggest an episode of Doctor Who, a specific episode called Blink. Well, I don't know if we're going to get to that. We might. Um, we're going to start taking more requests now. Because on, on on order from Jimmy Van, we're going to do that. But next on Get the Flick Out of Here, because this week is Shark Week, we're going to do the entire Sharknado franchise because, yes, they made six of them. To clarify, Alex I, is going to do the entire Sharknado franchise. I am there for the first one, which was terrible, and half of the second one. <laughs> Oh, thank God for everybody who likes to hang out with us. Um, yes, thank you so much for your support. Yeah, it's it's awesome. It makes it makes this ridiculous thing uh, fun. We need uh, it. We need it to get through NXT these days. We do. We do. We do. Uh, anyway, I just wanted to uh, to say all uh, that uh, we need to. It's, there's a lot of heat waves going around. I yes. know we have a lot of people. Who uh, who watch us from from the British Isles, um, and they are uh, they're experiencing a terrible heat wave right now, and uh, I want everybody over there to especially keep cool, keep cool. Uh, also, Derek Peter sucks. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.